This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 113, Hidden Addiction with Patience. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Oh, Hunter, are you a sweepy boy? No, I'm not a sweepy uh, boy. We were sweepy boys. This is the early. This is literally the earliest we have ever recorded an episode. Yeah. This is we've never. This is it's 8:30 a.m. our time, which mm-hmm. is is a, a strange universe to be in, and getting the energy up to record an episode of. I've listened to other podcasts yeah. that like to mention like, "Hey, this is kind of early for us," <laughs> and I'm always like, "Why are you telling me this?" But now I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, it is our show, right. and I am kind of tired. So, like, you know, you just have to hear this Discipline. about us. But th- there's a really, really good reason why we're doing it so oh, early yeah. today. And it's almost well, part of... it had of, to be early. It had to be early. And I don't know. Everything about this episode has this perfect little, like... What's the term in film or like in art when like everything is for that? You know, it's like a good Gustav. Good. What's the thing that they say in Polygon? Gustavkunst. Yes, a Gustavkunst where everything is part of the larger whole. The versimilitude (laughs) of the of the piece. Yeah, today is sort of like a little movie. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, So we this today's a Space Kitty episode, which uh, means uh, we we, we're bringing this story to you because of one of our wonderful, amazing patrons that has been supporting our show at our high. Tier. And so we're joined today by uh, a, a guy no- known as Patience is a Virtue. Patience, say hi. How's it going, man? Hey, everybody. So, uh, Patience, the reason we're recording so early is because you are an insane person and live this terrifying uh, CIA kind of life where you have to just duck into the shadows at weird intervals. Because today's episode is about your hidden addiction of Twilight Imperium kind of specifically with tabletop simulator and uh i we're really just going to kind of break down what this means and buckle up dear listener because this is a wild this is a weird a weirder ride than i think anyone is prepared for (laughs) because you have done some very weird stuff uh patience yeah i'm excited actually i don't i i feel like i don't know this whole story here um but (laughs) let's let's just start with uh with basic stuff like how did you get into twilight imperium patience yeah, my my dastardly cousin uh, invited me to play with his gaming buddies uh, in 2009, so like a decade ago, to play some TI three. Yeah, and uh, and I just my wife was pregnant, so I'm 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 an older like older. I'm I'm a middle aged guy. I'm <laughs> now 44. So uh, in my early 30s, uh, 34, I I was we, we we had a child on the way and my cousin invited me it was like a getaway weekend before the child came and uh played ti3 on the board for the first time absolutely loved it stayed at his place he also introduced me to a uh a little online game that i quickly became addicted to and then celebrated when that online game died because <laughs> ei bought ea bought it along with the german developers wow. who uh who they scooped and they kind of let the game down. I was like, thank God I was super addicted to that game. And I was like, same addiction. I was like playing in the middle of the night when I was rocking the baby. It was a bad scene. So you're, you're just like a naturally kind of a gaming addictive personality. Like that just, that just comes to you naturally. 
I guess it comes actually, but that's the only other online game I've ever played. Right. So I've played two, two, two online games and really two video games, period. Gotcha. I played Civ in like the 90s and was like, oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> so you I'm just find one thing to get hooked to and that becomes the only thing that matters anymore. And it's you're not a gamer, but unless it's the one specific thing you're playing right now. I, I think I've like limited myself. I could totally be a gamer, but I've just limited that because I like yeah. sense or not sense. I experience the the danger of that. Right, right. Um, but you know what? <laughs> like TI three on the board was awesome, and then I found a group in Kingston, and I was uh, managing an election campaign in two thousand fifteen, and really found this bigger group of people who played TI three in my community and then TI4 came in and we just been playing on the board. And then one day I was like, okay, there must be an online community. I can't get my fix often enough with these guys. This is such an awesome game. And I started listening to you guys had just started up. And then I like, I don't know if you guys alerted me to TTS or if it all happened kind of simultaneously in the fall of 2017. Yeah. There was a period where just that whole community was growing. So I feel like we were learning about it at the same time everybody else was learning about it. And it's not that we were <laughs> introducing people to it. It was just like everyone was suddenly realizing, oh, wow, this thing is burgeoning. Yeah, we and can like, play this so much more. Yeah. We could just do it <laughs> yeah. online. The TI for Big Bang happened. Right. And so, so timeline wise, was the TI for, was TI for online like in the spring? of 2017 and then you guys started your podcast no you guys started no we started in the, the fall. fall yeah the release was at gen con november uh was when the official release came out gen con was yeah. the announcement of 2017 and then that tts mod really didn't pick up until the next spring, spring. really so it was the yeah, spring of 2018 so, so i was listening to you guys from the get-go and playing on the board every once in a while with my my board game gaming group or one of my gaming groups and then Eventually, I heard about through you guys about the TTS community, and and I tried. I played a couple games with Magi and a few others in the spring of 2018, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is danger zone <laughs> addiction going right. my way." <laughs> so I cut out, and then like restarted again in August. And Seven was fully into the community by then, and right. they were just amazing people. And I was just sucked right in, and that's gone on for the past couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the part where you take a dark turn, um. I really just want to paint a picture, get this get this movie a little bit more in pe people's minds. Where are you right now? Where are you recording? Because Hunter and I are just like in my office and I don't, we have like a little studio set up and we're doing this thing. And usually when we record people, they're like at their computer. But you have taken a completely different uh, route because of your because of your nature. Yeah, the nature of my hidden addiction. <laughs> um, yeah, where I am is hilarious. You guys don't even know where I'm actually standing. So, hey, I'm, I went out for a walk. I told my wife that I was like... <laughs> What if we're walking to talk to a good buddy? I am actually standing on the edge of a cliff um, at the bottom, which is like a quarry at the bottom of like a metal stairway that is like been here since I was a kid because I grew up in this town, even though I was gone for a long time. I'm back in my hometown of Kingston. And uh, yeah, it's like, it's a very uh, like spy movie location wow. to be having such conversation. Like somebody's going to pop out like, Tyler or uh, T.G. Welch or Seven or somebody's going to pop out from behind a corner any minute and, right. and shoot me down <laughs> with their assault with their assault cannon or something. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's get into uh, when things started to become a problem. So, you first discover the TTS community, and it's like, oh, these people are great. I love hanging out with them, and this is fun. But uh, you you couldn't or wouldn't tell your wife and family what's what what happened uh, on that did you ever play tts and they knew or like the very first time you ever played tabletop simulator you were like they can't know i'm playing a computer game yeah so the answer is they've never known except the one exception 
is that the tournament game I stepped in on uh, the first tournament you guys oh. ran, you were short players and I avoided playing because I was like, I knew, I know I can't be involved in this because it's in my hidden life. Um, but when, when you guys had a spot and I really wanted to play, obviously being competitive and, uh, and I just, we were living in Thailand at the time. And I just said to my wife, Hey, the guys back home, like figured out a way to play this game online. And so we're going to have a game and, and, and uh, it might turn into more games because I knew there might be another one. But it, so it's like a tournament kind of thing. But it, I was basically like saying I was playing with my friends, which yeah. is true. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, so like, but because like that game was scheduled and I couldn't like work around it. Right. Because when I play, I've played a lot, like probably 200 and who knows, 50, 220, wow. somewhere in that range. Games of TI4 on TTS. Without your and, wife knowing. <laughs> what in the world? Like, no, with like really nobody yeah. in my real life knowing except for this friend i was mentioned earlier who i've uh you know a, you know a couple friends who i've been like this is a problem sure, sure. with it. how yeah, is yeah. that but yeah, possible no, it, it's how, how are you hidden. able to do that how are you able to play 250 <laughs> oh, games with no one finding out oh my out? god uh well a I, I probably most importantly i've played at all friggin' hours uh lots of all-nighter late-nighter games right because you um, were for a lot of that time you were in thailand so you were on a completely different time zone playing with all these American and Canadian boys. So I can imagine yeah, well, you were... that was way easier because the middle of the night yeah. over there was the daytime. So I was right. playing with the daytime crew. Yeah. Played a lot of games with Kalen and some others in the daytime. But I actually quit for like the past, the last couple months of the trip because I was like, okay, we're traveling around now. It's not working. Like when we were living in one spot, it worked. But anyway, um, and then... And I'd always intended on quitting when I went to Thailand, but I couldn't do it. Uh, but but before I went to Thailand and when I came back, really like late night games and then daytime games because I am a contractor. I do all sorts of different political and community education, some teaching at the university and college. So I'm like a very free uh, wheeling contract yeah. kind of uh, community activist. And uh, so I like, you know, will neglect my work and play during the day too. So I love playing with the Euro the euros wow. uh in the north american daytime so like you know i'm ostensibly working but i'm playing yeah and that's right. a more common scenario i'm sure for lots of people you know so a lot you, easier to hide when you're at, at home alone working so you've done this thing for like over a thousand hours and your wife yeah. has no idea you've done it i guess i know that there are some extremes to this so i wonder if you can start to kind of like take us down the route of like what are some of the more wild situations you've ended up in because you are hiding this this uh yeah. desire to play yeah well <laughs> well i mean one thing is uh my wife is like a, a religious about her sleep so that really facilitates it and we like have a full-size house so i can be downstairs in the off my office area playing and she can be up in bed and she's got earplugs in, noisemaker on, gotcha. and will not leave the bedroom for eight hours while she sleeps. So there's been many games where I've had to find a replacement sometime around 6 a.m. because <laughs> Eastern time, because my kids are like starting to get up oh, or wow. whatever is happening in my house and the game is dragging on. And I'm mm -hmm. like, guys, I got to Like, I'm done. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, so there have been a couple close calls there, but the craziest stuff is actually happened this, uh, this summer and fall when I was, I was managing an election campaign in the Canadian election. I, I live in Canada and I'm the campaign manager. So I'm responsible for like a couple hundred volunteers, you know, like a hundred thousand dollar budget. Like there's lots of work to do yeah. and staff and, and I'm like, 
so I'm like, but I'm in really stressed, which feeds into the addiction and wanting to stress relieve by playing every once in a while. So there were a couple times where I was like, I just like checked into a motel. Can't go home. There's still people in the campaign office and I've committed to a game. And so I'm, I'm, I just like checked in and then like the internet goes down and I'm like running over to the, to the concierge at this wow. little motel and I'm like, dude, reboot the internet. Like it's too slow and it's cutting out. <laughs> and, <he'll do> that. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and I was just paying cash because I didn't want to show up on our visa. So I did this three times. And one time I paid with my credit card. I'm like, oh my God, if my wife notices that and asks the question, how am I going to explain that I rented a motel room? Like she's going to think I'm having an affair, which right. I'm definitely not having an affair with another person, but I'm having an affair Fair with this, this game. With, and all with my... five other stinky dudes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. And then another funny one is most recently my, as Mantis uh, put it, my 10th or my ninth last game, because I've tried to quit many times. <laughs> uh, and most recently, last Friday, so a week ago, uh, the Friday before this episode airs, I guess, so it's a couple weeks ago, I uh, I went to Toronto because T.G. Welch right. was in Toronto, and we've been wanting to like meet in person. I didn't get to go to Gen Con. I'm right. going to try next summer. Um and meet people because that's a cool thing that you know you guys have talked about before that tg welch is like bouncing around the continent uh he's like on a book meeting. tour with ti it's like he's, he's awesome <laughs> yeah totally like just all over the place you know and so he's he like spent time up in in canada as well as well as all sorts of people all over the united states so yeah he was coming up to toronto and i'm like toronto's a few hours away or a couple hours away i'm like i'm taking the bus I tell my wife I'm going to see an old friend from high school and, uh, <laughs> and visit some other Toronto friends. And we like had a really cool afternoon evening together. And then my last game was a seven player Franken draft game. Uh, what a way T. to go Tyler, out. T.P. Welch's ho- hotel room in wow. downtown Toronto. Wow. Uh, and uh, so that's another hotel room experience. But that was like, I got whooped uh, by Pacer Lee. He, he walked all over me with the, Alistair and Latani you have a note here um, under this mm. bullet point of crazy things you've done that just says hidden in the bathroom um, and oh, I'm yeah. curious if that's true and why you haven't gone to prison yet for, for doing that <laughs> uh, that was in a hotel in France uh, <laughs> we have two kids and and my again my partner has a very strict sleep regime so right. we got two hotel rooms side by side gotcha. and i'm like but the noise is going to transfer i'm like oh but this bathroom is like quiet and well sealed off i'm just gonna go play in there for the night <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway, yeah, that's does it feel weird and... like paint like saying all these out loud is it sort of like it's all coming back to you in this flush of like oh no <laughs> the things i have no, done i think it's an ongoing joke yeah in the, in the tts community right i mean for people outside of the tts community it's probably like oh my my lord this person is is really bizarre right. but also there are other factors right like i'm i've got two young kids yeah of course um, yeah and why is it hidden in my life i mean that's like kind of a key question for me personally yeah um because it's not legitimate in my world of people like in uh, in the activist and political world i walk in 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 my you know middle class life like to spend that much time on a game or you know even even once or twice a week would just be 
you know, what are you doing, man? Like, like right. we don't even have a television in our house. We don't watch TV. I've watched like two TV series in my adult life, Game of Thrones and, and The Wire. Like I've, I, uh, I just don't do screens. So the idea, because there's, you know, I read books and I'm, I write, I write stuff and I teach and there's, there's like busy world, you know, we got to change the real world. And so, uh, my political life, uh, you know, this would not be a legitimate pursuit, but obviously a game like TI is, is a game for people with political vision and aspirations and strategic thought. Right. So I'm sure I'm not the only one uh, hiding such things in their in their life. My story is just uh, amusing. <laughs> it's the thing where you're up all night, you've been playing TI, you didn't go to bed because you're an insane person, and then you go into work next day, and then someone's like, okay, our, our, our opponents are doing this, and you're like, okay, well, what if we offer them four trade goods to stop? <laughs> do, do you think that's a valid approach? And they're like, what are you talking about? It's like, no, oh, you're right, you're so, right, two trade goods. Two trade goods. We'll, two tra- we'll, you're right, we'll start with two. <laughs> Don't just go straight is to four. Is this a story somebody's related to you? <laughs> is this a thing that's happened? No, no. You know? <laughs> uh, I bet it has. <laughs> I, I actually like that. It's it's funny because I actually feel like we have something in common with you in this. Like you know, you're you're trying to keep it hidden from your from your regular life. Me as a comedian. Um, I get asked a lot about my podcast all the time. Right, because there's tons of comedy podcasts. Right. That's like a normal thing Most in the world. Most comedians have podcasts, and because mm. mine doesn't make sense <laughs> to other comedians, it's kind of strange. And and that's not that big of a deal. That's just like I tell it to a comic, and they're like, what? And then they just kind of move on. But when I've had to explain this to like bookers, like people that could like change my life as a comedian, yeah. basically... <laughs> Um, yeah. I, it, they literally look at me and then they're just kind of like, I just need to get out of this conversation <laughs> as soon as I can. Because this, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like I do this thing and I'm also a comedian. Right. And then if they, you know, they're like, oh, I'm interested in this guy's comedy. I wonder what the rest of his stuff is like. Right. And then I tell them that and they're like, well, my brain has no way to make both of those work yeah. for me. Well, you know more importantly, I mean? too, for a lot of people, it's like, oh, this guy has a has a podcast, and it's de- we've heard it's decently popular. There's a market we could tap into. No, definitely not. <laughs> None of these people are interested in coming to your comedy festival, right. and the comedians at this festival are not interested in listening. There is no crossover just, appeal <laughs> between like, the legitimately, two. Legitimately, there was one night where I may have <laughs> I may have had a shot at doing comedy at South by Southwest. And I think the show cost me that. Like, I'm being serious. I was, I met this guy. He liked my comedy. And then we were just talking shop about everything. And he was like, so what else do you do? And I was like, well, I do have a podcast. And he was like, oh, what's the podcast about? And I'm like, oh, I've messed up. This is a mistake. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to hide that stuff. Yeah, I got to keep it hidden. Okay, I have no podcast. There's another dimension to this addiction that I have, though. I mean, not it's so different from plenty of people in the community. Sorry if that noise of my feet crunching no, through snow good. is coming on to the podcast. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's um, perfect. ADR or yeah, uh, fully worked. I'm walking. <laughs> I'm walking in the at the base of the cliff in the snow, hiding. <laughs> uh, I'm not hiding. Uh, anyway, um, but I, there's like the addictive component, which which is which is like w- what. TTS facilitates, which I know you guys have talked about on the podcast before, which are all these reps, right? And and the fact that a very competitive person like myself can just oh man, I didn't win that one and I made that mistake. I'm I'm going again, you know, right. like just, yeah. just that, like so and and that community has 
I don't know, a few dozen people who have played 150 to 200 games or whatever. And most of them are amazing players. And the rush of, of playing with that caliber yeah, right. of a player is just, that's an addiction in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, when Frankendraft was invented, it takes it to a whole other level of, <laughs> of, of keeping track of all the pieces and, right. and all the possible strategies. Yeah. So do you, do so you still play uh, TI just in, in part, like, do you still have buddies that you go in, over to their house and play it and it's like a totally normal uh, thing or, or are you like away from the scene kind of entirely at this point? No, I play on the board and, cool. and the guys I play with are super nice guys. Uh, and I, I mean, I usually win and like the last game I played a couple of weeks ago, uh, they thought like the one guy thought he had it in the bag yeah. and I'm sitting there on Mechatol and I'm weighted. I have nothing on the board except <laughs> for like a couple little bits here and there and a P and a PDS, a lone PDS on Mechatol. And I'm holding uh, turn their fleets to dust. Oh wow! And I'm at nine points, and they all think I'm crushed. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just waiting, you know. I'm waiting for somebody because there's Coming lots to of the vipers people in the mix. <laughs> exactly. I'm just waiting, and 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 I'm like, yeah, there's the ship I'm gonna get, and and I had, you know, I just wait, and they were like, what? Because <laughs> they don't know all the cards, right? Like, right. So know. do they know that you? play on tts all the time or is this a group of people that also have no idea that like you have thousand no, they hours have, they have no idea that they must so what, what is from their really, perspective really are you just this crazy yeah are you just this crazy ti genius to them it's like oh my gosh we, we've only played 10 times and he's just like so far and above beyond what we're capable of. like are they just blown away by like your depth of knowledge of all the components i mean especially because you're playing frankendraft like you know more stuff than hunter and i would then all the frankendraft people know like every single ability name and all of that stuff so is are they like freaked out by how invested you are in the knowledge of ti yeah i'm not actually like uh, a real stickler for names of things sure. and for like i'm more at the strategy that's more what interests me yeah uh, and i'm not anywhere near the polymath of people like seven and mantis and, yeah they're on another level for me in terms of memorizing everything but yeah no generally yeah but it's just because of the reps and uh i wouldn't consider myself a super skilled player i i think those guys because i'm the one who owns the copy i think those guys just think i love the game right. and i don't know that they think that i play more than them or something they just think <laughs> i'm into it you know yeah, yeah i've mentioned your podcast to them and maybe they'll listen to it and laugh really really hard and, yeah. and make fun of me <laughs> hopefully not tell my wife <laughs> right yeah, please don't That's do the, that if you're listening to this and you know patience you know him by his christian name Keep it secret. Don't, yeah, no keep one. Actually, I think it's fair to say this to everybody listening. Everyone has to keep this episode a you're, secret. You're complicit now. Yeah. Everyone listening, you're part of it, and you have to keep it a secret. You can tell no one about this episode. Now, please tell everyone about the show. You just yeah. smash that like button. I almost said smash, smash that, that like, like bucket. bucket. That's a yeah, new thing. I'm into it. Um, but yeah, don't tell anyone about this episode. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the, that's the thing, the intersection between my, the rest of my life yeah. and online, anything really gaming or podcasts about games like is so non-existent that I'm, it would really shock me if, if that they ever intersected. So, um, so to it, be a, it to, might happen. to be a, to be a, a complicit in your addiction. So like, you're definitely playing mm -hmm. in our tournament this year, right? I mean, you're coming back, right? You're not retired. You're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna make a comeback this year, surely. I'm hoping it's full and I don't have the opportunity. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super. Full. It's wicked full. It's super full. It's like a bummer Good. how full it is. So what I really want to ask, uh, what I think is kind of an underlying 
question to all of this is like, why go to these lengths and why is this something that has to stay hidden to this extent for you? Yeah, well, there are the personal dimensions of the particular, you know, people in my lives, my partner, what she would think of online gaming as mm-hmm. a as a as a waste of time, right. you know, yeah. from her point of view. Um, so there's all the judgment that would come like personally in my life. But I do think there's a generational component as well. Like as somebody in their early mid 40s now, um, you know, online gaming wasn't part of my of my youth. Right. Right, right. And even even video games were pretty rudimentary. Like I grew up as a kid with Atari. Right. And uh, and very basic. Like the first. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh, like civilization came out when I was in late high school, the first version, like the, the PC version. Yeah. And that was like the, that's the only other really computer game I've ever played. Cause I, cause that was immediately addictive. I was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> I got to right. finish high school here. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, I've like, it's always been this outside thing. And as over the like millennials and over the past, like people who are in their twenties and thirties, who are most of the community, most of the TTS community, yeah. who are amazing people, like such lovely people, like for them, this is just totally normal. Right. But for somebody, most people, I think over 40, it's like, somehow you got into that even though it wasn't part of your generation's uh you know gestalt um like growing up yeah Uh, so yeah but that's really invigorating in a lot of ways because the the you know hanging out with with younger with people who are a bit younger who are also like there's nobody in in t- playing ti4 online who's a boring or an uninteresting person right like right. the personalities are super dynamic and amazing and uh so i like i love it for that reason but then there's this struggle for me inside myself like i'm gonna be honest like uh the the hidden is also like in a way hiding or not being honest with myself because i have that that sense that like that all of society is kind of asked like what is this phenomenon going mm-hmm, on of mm-hmm. gaming that is like sucking up especially the lives of so many young men right, right? like so for me for you guys maybe and 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 everybody in their 20s and 30s and whoever other ages play in the game like that's totally normal but for for somebody who grew up a little bit bef- uh, before that came out that was that's like something that's been looked at as a social problem right right right, right. and and as a social as a new social phenomenon um but for me my take has always been like no there's like a ton of creative energy here and creative thinking and communication happening that to, to, you know, take this into a different kind of realm of conversation for one moment. Like if capitalism is like forcing people to do a bunch of stuff that is, you know, really alienating or detrimental to our creative spirits, uh, whether that's because you're forced to like work so hard to make, to do, to make money for these, for this material life that you don't necessarily believe in, or whether it's because you actually have the creative capacity to, to, to be a leader, but because the the structure is so hierarchical and getting more hierarchical all the time. And so there's so much limited room for control and the democratic political system itself is, is more under, under the control of those financial elites. Like again, to get political for a second, mm-hmm. I just think there's so many people with such capacity to be creative, amazing people who are like, they're just honing their skills. I keep thinking this is like a resource of people who are honing their strategic and creative skills to actually be politicized and engage politically um, when the time comes to, uh, you know, and that, that time is now, obviously the time is that our whole world is going to transform or become victim to our own, uh, 
climate change and other ecological challenges is, is obviously increasingly at hand. So wow. yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the role that gaming and plays and sort of creative development of our, not just North Americans or Westerners, but our species. Cause the first time I lived in Thailand for six months was in 2008. And I was like addicted to the Barack Obama versus Hillary Clinton primary, oh, yeah. and, like spending all this time in these internet cafes, right. uh, avoiding my, the book project I was working on at the time. <laughs> and, and I was like surrounded by young Thai gamers in these internet cafes. Cause that's what they had time. <laughs> And this time in 2018, 19, living there again, I'm like, no, there's no internet cafes with tons of kids. There are some, but everybody's gaming at home. Like, it's just right. like North America. So the whole world is doing this, right? The whole mm -hmm. world, especially young men. And I just, I'm, I think that, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's maybe like the, this creative potential. Um, that's being optimistic about it. Well, you've got I, my I, vote. I, yeah, I like it. Uh, no, it, it's like we're, we're, we're making a space for us to express ourselves yeah. in these ways that we can't in just like normal society well, society I, isn't giving us an, a place for that's that. something that i think we've touched on in different ways in the in the past on the show but like like for me when when hunter and i were growing up we we played like halo and super smash brothers and dota and stuff and i would be an angry little spazoid and like throw controllers and stuff and i had no way to outlet that energy and then getting into twilight imperium gave me a strategic focus and it stretched out that <laughs> that like anger issue into like well you have to you have to maintain that for eight hours which means you're not going to and it gave me this new way to like get angry at hunter but with inside the fiction of a game where it was totally okay <laughs> and then after the fact we could like be chill about it so i think that that thing of as an outlet and as an expression of things that aren't finding an outlet elsewhere is, is super noteworthy. Right. I, I do think that society routinely uh, misunderstands these spaces. Like, uh, just to give like a quick example, the whole time you were talking about that, I couldn't stop thinking about my mother and my stepdad mm -hmm. because they actually met through EverQuest, which was like an early MMO, like a precursor to World of Warcraft. Um, mm. But around the time, and, and they like met and created a relationship. Like he lived in Sweden she lived here in Arkansas, and they met via this game and then got married, and he moved here to Arkansas, mm -hmm. and they they lived together. Um, and that's, that's like a beautiful story, and there's a lot of stories like that. Right. But I remember at the time yeah. when I was a kid playing EverQuest, there was a like Dateline special mm -hmm. about EverQuest and how awful it was, and it was just this very negative, yeah. like, portrayal of online game addiction and just all the negatives about it showing none of the positives right. none of the connections that people have made through these games and through these like kind of creative expression systems basically which is i feel like an aspect that has been underrepresented in like the media and in just our social world in general right. i think people get it now obviously but i th that gap is definitely still there I don't think all people get it. And I think yeah. that stigma is still there. People mm -hmm. like certainly in my circle of, of friends. And I think people, it's easy to miss the sociability of it all, right. which is what you're talking about. Like an example of a relationship emerging from it, all these communities, like the people that I know all over the planet through, through the TI community. Um, the sociability is really clutch. And I, but I, I'm more interested in the politics, yeah. the political potential of it, because what I see, like we live in a time when either we're going to like re reform our identity as a species, right? That doesn't mean we're not going to, we're going to stop being Canadians and Americans and, and people of ethnic minorities and people of different gender orientations. Like we can hold all those identities. Right. But 
if we're going to actually add this identity of humans of earthlings Mm -hmm. and and turn this thing around democratically as opposed to kind of the ecological authoritarianism we're headed for if we don't um then stuff like these internet networks of building understanding between people like there's a lot of people gaming with people from all over the world who are not traveling all over the world like i'm Mm -hmm. a privileged person who's got to also travel all over the world right but but there's a lot of people building these relationships all over the planet i'm not saying that's all going to be hunky-dory or anything but it's certainly one of the ways in which we're becoming one one people as opposed to all these tribes who want to get at each other it's an exposure level we've never had in the past absolutely and part of building that identity i mean most of that global identity is going to be built because people are smart enough to connect dogs oh that flood that late monsoon that forest fire like all those things are part of the same mess that we're creating together right, right. and there's no enemy but us we need to fix it there's nobody <laughs> to bomb uh you know there's we need to we need to fix this uh but but part of that is going to be yeah because people have had relationships and they realize wait a second like that we're all just we're all one family you know we need to fix this thing so anyway i'm quite optimistic and i do think gaming but i'm torn because i'm in the middle of trying to to write a book uh and I don't have time to play. Like I yeah. just need to be reading again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I need to, you know, move on from, from TI4 right now and get back to reading and writing. Right. Well, that's that's such an interesting point, too, of, of you know, you, you have these optimistic views on it. But at the same time, too, you have like kind of a, a known level of it that is like it, it is addictive to me. There, there is a there is a part of it that is like damaging in its own personal way like outside of the you know the scope of like oh the uh, uh the relationships and everything but like for one person personally i think that's part of like the thing hunter was talking about with like everquest and and like gaming does have an addictive quality to it there there is a part of it that is you know firing you know things inside your brain that make you want to keep going and hit that hit that rush so it's it's such an interesting balance of like keep pushing forward with these new spaces but also like make sure you are taking care of yourself and your personal family and and it's it's interesting to me that your your story really hits all of those elements of like you're traveling the world you're playing with people all over the world but you're also like trying to maintain a really good status quo for your family and not like let things be thrown on you know you, you let it affect your health and never your family's health right like there could be there's there's people certainly out there that go and sit on their computer and play TTS and then like don't come eat dinner or something like that. There's 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 lots of different levels to how this same addiction might ring true to other people out there. So do do you I guess have any like advice to other people who are like kind of seeing themselves go down this rabbit hole of like I can't stop playing and I love the game. So should I stop playing or like I don't know what's what's kind of the answer to that to that problem? Yeah, I don't think there's one answer. And I'm not a pro when it comes to the psychology of addiction. I certainly know people who have more serious, like, like, I'm just lucky with my addictive personality that I've never been addicted to like a substance right. or uh, something that really can destroy life. Not that gaming can't, like, I know there's people out there, I, I haven't met them, but I know there's people out there whose life really gets destroyed. Maybe their marriage gets destroyed. Maybe their, you know, their social life, their, their, their job. I don't know. You know, I, I really feel for those people. Um, but I, and I can empathize with that for sure. And that's been one of the great things of this experience. I have so much empathy for all kinds of addiction. Um, I just think that honestly, there most people <laughs> when it comes to TI4 are, don't seem to have be as weak as me. <laughs> like don't get as addicted, <laughs> right. don't get as addicted as I do, you know? Uh, so I have a lot of respect for, for a lot of players who play enough to be quite good. Um, but obviously know their limits and say no a lot too. Um, yeah. 
you know, but I know there are others in the community who've struggled and that it's impacted their personal lives as well. So I know it's, it's can, it's can be hard. I don't have any specific advice uh, because I'm like the worst example right? like, <laughs> as, 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 as this, this game, we played a, a Frank, the seven player Franken game, which was the first seven player Franken game uh, <laughs> a, a couple of Fridays ago now, like that, uh, you know, it, it became a big joke in the thread about it that this was like the ninth time I was quitting. Right. right? So I'm not the one to be given advice. <laughs> I, I just know that it's done this time because I've actually like lost the desire for it as well. Well, and you've also um, come on our show and said it. So right. like now, <laughs> now it's, you know what I you, mean? Like you, if, yeah. if you try and play tomorrow <laughs> on TTS, people are going to be like, well, should you be here? Or, or is this, <laughs> now it's a public okay? problem. Now, now the community is here to take care of you and kind of like, no patience. You're actually not invited to this game right, yeah like you try and play it someone's they've, like are you in a bathroom right now or like what they've tried all that before um but you know the thing though that that actually what's done it for me and maybe one piece of advice uh, like if you're gonna get addicted like don't go crazy crazy because you're gonna ruin it for right. yourself yeah in yeah. a way i've i've kind of ruined it for myself in the sense that i've played enough to know that if I was going to be better than I am, I would be because right. I've played 200 and some games, right? But I know that there are plenty of players who played less than me who are way, way better than me. And like, I, despite how much I play, I'm like not one of those top tier right. players. Right. Um, so I, so that in a way, like I've kind of ruined it by playing so much. I'm like, yeah, like I should be one of the best, but I'm, I'm just at that. Like, I don't, I'm not <laughs> quite as, as uh, amazingly diversely talented as some of the best. Uh, we can't all be players. mantis. But, right. <laughs> no, or yeah. Or there's all, as you guys have profiled before, yeah. Other, other so many. Of your show there's different kind of really good players yeah, absolutely um and and i lo i love those players and love playing with them um so but part of part of why i i know that i'm kind of moving on now is because i've i've kind of gone as far as i can with the game right uh for my for my own limits and yeah it's and it's no, i'm not saying it's not fun but it's more fun at this point as a community exercise which is kind of a sad thing to lose is is the really cool totally the really well, cool people. You're still invited to come hang out and talk on the Discord whenever you want, oh, and we, sure. you know, we, we obviously no. want you to be around as much as you're able. But, but patience. I want to thank you for first, for coming on the show that's today. The first step towards playing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to keep it off your phone, I guess, huh? <laughs> or, or somebody needs a fill-in. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, all right. right sure. That. Why not? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Here, give me a second. I got to climb inside this closet. And, uh, well, Patience, thanks for so much for coming on, sharing your story. It's it's such a cool, fascinating piece of the TI kind of overall, you know, just look at like what the right. community is like. I, I I love hearing about all the, you know, just what all you do and everything you've you've done in the past. Not just from a like, oh, it's a crazy thing, but I mean what, we just got into some pretty deep stuff there, which I, on I think our show about on, Twilight on Imperium. Our dumb like, show that's, about that's awesome. Twilight Imperium. So so thanks so much for for joining us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And I think that's it's because it's not a dumb show and it's never been a dumb show. Aww. You guys have captured like the perfect mix of strategy talk, nerd game talk, but also, you know, really insightful discussions about uh, about the, the nature of gaming. And yeah, it's it's a great show. And you guys, it's always a pleasure to listen to you guys. So thanks for having me. Thank you. Of course. Thank, you, Thank so you so much. much. Did you have fun, Hunter? It was very fun. Um, this is several days later, later, so that was like a lie, what Matt well, just did. Well, actually, we did just have fun, though. 
Oh yeah, we did. Uh, we just played a game of Root on our Twitch. Yeah. Um, and that will be coming out on the YouTube uh, fairly soon. Yeah. Although, actually, what's going to be weird is I'm going to do a lot of videos this week. Right. And then I'm going to have this kind of extra video thing. So it might not come out. It might come out last, actually, right. because the holiday spectacular will That's get gonna be the a priority. priority. Yeah, but, but there will be a root video up on the stream here soon, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a fun little game. I mean, yeah. it, it's 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 an early game where we were we're still not great at the game or anything. It's actually been like a few months. We've been focusing on Dune so much that it's right. been a while since we've touched root. So it was yeah, like we got rusty. rusty. Yeah. yeah, we got really rusty. Um, I said some pretty silly stuff. Matt said <laughs> it was a pretty salty one, actually. Yeah, I'll well, say video wise. The second you and I are in the same room playing a game together, it just gets get pretty salty. <laughs> um, so we have a pretty good errata to do today, and we're not doing an errata for the oath interview because that doesn't even make sense. But uh, yeah, we don't have anything to. It's not right, our game. <laughs> we didn't, but but if you haven't listened to our oath episode, oh, man, please yeah, do. please do. Very good episode. Uh, interview with Cole Worley. Uh, really love everything about Oath is really, really cool. That's what got us so jived to want to play Root this week was we, we've been in like this leader games head mm-hmm. space of just like, ah, I got to touch that stuff. I got to right. do, I can't gotta play Root, but I can do stuff. something closer. So, so yeah, we, we, we are super excited for Root, uh, Oath even still, but, uh, let's talk about the episode before that, which right. was our tournament rules episode yeah. going over the upcoming tournament rules. So there were some questions, some very valid questions that need to be addressed. I'll pop in real quick just to say that. So yeah, it's a pretty juicy errata. Please stick around for the rundown afterwards though, especially if you're a patron, yeah. uh, because we have a lot of interesting information there that you're going to want to hear. Anyways though, let's do the errata. Matt, what is our first errata? First up, we've got Mortensen. Mortensen says, maybe I missed it in the episode, but is support for the throne for the winning final point allowed. Yeah, so technically this is a Texas right. uh, are we going to do the the, the Texas, Texas rule? rule? Um I actually we didn't even talk about it before we started recording. Uh no. No, definitely no. not. We're it's not, not doing our the style. Texas rule meaning that yes, support for the throne for the 10th point is allowed. It's allowed in the game. We we don't want to we're not changing the core I mean that would that changes what support for the throne Kind of is and does. Right. In my, um, in my view. And so it's, I mean, we only saw it one time last year. I don't suspect we'll really see it much or at all this year. Um, especially just, I think, kind of people's thoughts about the card have changed even more over the last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we saw one at, at Gen Con. So, whatever. I mean, it's just, that becomes part of it sometimes. Yeah, it just feels like there is something in the game. There's something in... There's a devil in the game that I don't feel like we want to excise, which yeah. is that, which is that you could just you could do that spoil it all. And I wonder what that will mean for prelims that aren't streamed, right? Like last year, the prelims were streamed, so it was kind of like, ooh, you get put on blast if you right. do that. Mm-hmm. This year, like your team, the people in your game will probably cry out about it, be, and, pretty, and upset. be pretty upset, but there won't be like that same visual record. So. Mm-hmm. There's a chance we'll see more of it this year, honestly. Oof. I, I hope not. Well, I, I mean, don't I, like that. I don't I don't love it. I don't uh we, we we've always had Maybe like, we're wrong here though. We, no, I, we're not wrong. And we've always had weird <laughs> We're not wrong. We've okay. always had a weird relationship with it, right? Because at Gen Con we were into the the move, right? But it was such a weird predicament. It was that mm-hmm. game where they had already kind of busted the end game rules into yeah. oblivion, and so then the support for the throne became kind of this weird other way to supersede the broken rules that had already happened. Right. What was different there, though, was that there was a time limit. Yes, so exactly. there was going to be Huge. a kind of arbitrary, like, all right, exactly. this person wins now, and not everybody feels good about that. So then the support for the throne thing. I think it's more just like we we don't want to say you can't do it mm-hmm. because 
we're already the only things that we have messed with yeah. thus far are parts of the rule book that are so vague who cares right. basically exactly um this would be the only time that we will have literally kind of homebrewed yeah. something into the game now obviously our our game is not rules as written right but it is basically rules as written yes. with like a little extra thing tacked onto the beginning exactly. actually it's not that little but it's but it is like again based on what it is in the rule book how vague it is and, and how everybody messes with game setup from the moment the first strategy phase begins it's rules as written yep so and we we choose to stick with that. So, anyways, that was a very long answer for what could have just been a yes. Support for the throne is allowed. Well, it, it I just think it. it's I, yeah, and I mean, uh, even us bringing up it up again, we're gonna get a I bunch know, of reactions exactly. to that. This, this yep. is always a confrontational right. thing that gets this started. Uh, our next one is from Brian, the Mentax collector, and Brian is actually just kind of here laying out essentially what what it, uh, an outline of the rules as we lay them out. So it's kind of just good to have a refresher, and we're gonna just kind of confirm or deny how uh, hard and fast these rules are. Well, yeah, because he are... says all these rules are, or he says this is a work in progress right. rules. Uh, and actually, I don't know if he means like these His are list. as entirety, these are a work in progress, but it, it was just a good list to go through and say whether this is for sure a yeah, rule or right. maybe it's in the air still. Yeah, yeah. So first up, lay it, play it, which we went over 100%. Yes, 100% always. We will do, you lay it, you play it. Yeah. Uh, second thing is placing things in a spending area for production, chaos mapping, secondaries, objectives. Uh, we have tested at least one game so far with this and very into it. Uh, I think what we've officially sort of decided, and we haven't like made the save file that has this yet, but every person's play area will have a little box in it, mm -hmm. and that's where you're going to set stuff when you've spent it so that the moderator can come over and count it. I can't express to you how much faster it makes checking that stuff. you know what's weird it feels like it makes it faster and don't mess me up y'all but it feels like it makes it faster because it makes people a little more conscious of what mm -hmm. they're going to build because they know they have to show their work yeah so then they have to kind of like make choices right. that i think generally what happens is people get so like because it's all so nebulous they kind of like think infinitely about it basically yeah, yeah. Uh, next up is anger can flow through you, but harassment and name calling is not cool. That's obviously a hundred percent rule. Um, th this, you know, this is up to moderator's discretion how far this rule goes. Obviously, but uh, this is a friendly tournament. This is a this is a tournament for just our patrons. We're having fun here, and we're just we're going to be pretty diligent about like, yes, you can get salty, but like personal attacks, ad hoc stuff will not be. Uh, ad hominem. Ad hominem. Thank yeah. you. Why did I say ad hoc? I don't know. I don't know Latin. Uh, next up is notify the moderator if you have a problem with the player. Notify Matt and Hunter if you have a problem with the moderator. Don't come messaging Hunter and I every time you think you have a rules dispute with the moderator. Oh, yeah. Things like that. That's like, not meant for you to think that we're going to take your side automatically if yeah. you just disagree with the ruling. Like the moderators, that's that's their game. Right. And we are not going to differ from them, even if they make a mistake, honestly. Right. And like, 99 times out of 100, we're going to have a little moderator chat where all of us consult mm -hmm. each other. So if someone's in a live game, they'll be able to jump in our little secret moderator For chat sure. and be like, hey, guys, I want to double check this rule. And one of us will be around. So most of the time, if they're making a ruling, we're probably already on their side. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't let this, don't don't think that because we're letting you like question, you, the only questions you can bring to us about your moderator is if there was like a weird personal problem that yeah. we need to be Personal stuff of. we do want to know about, um, obviously 100%. It just, I mean, and obviously those of you that are listening are like, hey, I'm a moderator, I feel weird about it. was like, no, we're just. <laughs> we trust you and yeah. you know that's not going to happen. We, so. we, we would not ask our moderators to do it if we didn't already trust them pretty much 100%. Yep, yep. 
Uh, next up is kind of attached to the the spending area thing, but it's don't touch the trade good stockpile. Um, don't touch the objectives for that matter. Don't touch action cards. All the things that get dealt out, we're doing that. We're ooh, gross. That was like musical. Mm -hmm. You got it. You got the time yeah. code. All that stuff that gets divvied up, we're doing that. We're gonna, we will deal out action cards. We will deal out trade goods. Uh, when you trade trade goods, you will do the swap between the two of you at the same time. Uh, all that stuff. Just like make sure the moderator is always clear on where things are moving and what is happening. And the main way to make sure that's clear is to just let the moderator do it. Yeah. Just let the, just let them take control. This stuff, like uh, the like all the other stuff we were talking about production wise, though those things those things haven't been put into effect yet. Like what we would like is to just have a version of the mod that is specifically for tournament play. And we have not finalized those things yet. Mm -hmm. So while this is our intention currently, I would say this, this one and the spending area stuff are the two that are a little more work in progress, not yeah, finished, definitely. not final definitely yet. Um, this, it's definitely our intention though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, we have some Murata from TG Welch who said, sorry if I missed it in the episode, but, our secret conversations mentioned. My assumption is the same as last year's tournament uh, with the separate voice channel chat. Hunter, this is kind of a interesting answer. Yeah, so um, I would I would also label this as work in progress, not 100% done yet. But I think we have started leaning towards whisper chat being acceptable in the prelims but they will not be acceptable in the semifinals yep. and the finals. Yep. The, the reality of this is uh, when we get to semis and finals, this is a, this is, this is broadcasting, right? This it's a is a show. Choice. This is a, this is a thing that we're putting on. And so even if uh, whispers can make things faster or, or make for interesting things that can happen because we're whispering people all over the place, it's bad for the stream. It's bad for the YouTube. It's right. bad for us as commentators. We don't know what's going on in any of those conversations. And so we, we don't want that to be the case. It, it's not really from a, it's not as important for a moderating thing. A moderator doesn't need to know what secret conversations are going on. Right. But we, as the broadcasters do, so since the prelims aren't being broadcast, uh, yeah, we're kind of taking the approach of like the normal uh, etiquette that people take on TTS, which is you can whisper chat, but if you whisper someone, you need to announce it out loud. Right. Um, that That is something we don't like taking away from the... Again, we, we want these TTS games to feel as close to like they were in real life as mm -hmm. we could. Um, and the thing about secret conversations in real life is if two of you leave the room, everybody knows you left the room. Right. So we need to recreate that as much as possible. So if you're going to message someone, you need to tell everyone you're messaging them some, someone. So at least people know there is subterfuge happening. We, right. don't, we don't want to remove that element. And let us know your thoughts about that one. Um, let us know how you feel because... Again, that's that one is not a hundred percent solid. Yeah. In fact, we kind of just started talking about right. that in this way. Right. But I, I just feel like it will save us time in the prelims. It, it and I can, yeah. yeah. The secret we know that the, the separate secret conversation room slows things down, a right? Lot. I mean, we think whispers also slow. I mean, the the oh, fastest yeah. way to play would just be to say no whispers, no secrets, no nothing. Mm -hmm. But that that's like our favorite part of the game, so we don't want to get rid of it entirely. Um, we just we have to kind of find a middle ground there, and and yeah. The biggest thing, though, is knowing that in semis and finals, it will be just like last year, which was we will have a separate channel on the Discord where people jump into for secret conversations. A moderator will follow you in there so that they can hear it and get all the juicy details right, to right. share with the other uh, commentators and yada, yada, yada. Right. So just, just, that's just for fun. All right, last one, Matt. 
It is Qdig. Qdig says, this may have been addressed already, but how will misrolls be handled? Meaning, if the exact right info isn't entered correctly into the auto battle rollers, is an auto re-roll of everything, or the adjustments made to the first roll? So what they're referring to is in TTS, uh, that we have actual little dice rollers. TTS has the ability to just like shake some dice and roll it, and that's fine, but it's actually a lot faster if we use these little... These little worksheet things where you input your units and then you hit roll and it rolls for all your stuff and then it gives you a readout of all the dice rolls. And because that's so fast and convenient and because of the way it displays that information, there's actually no reason to have to do a re-roll on something. Oop, I, I rolled one more dice than I was supposed to or I rolled one fewer die than I was supposed to. That doesn't matter. We are always going to stick with the roll. The way we adjust things is if you over-rolled, if you had four destroyers and you rolled five dice... We're going to work from left to right in the readout that the dice roller gives you, right? Mm -hmm. it, it lists out all the things you rolled, and it doesn't roll them in, like, a numerical order. It just reads it as, like, 8, 7, 4, 3, 10. Um, so we would take from left to right. So if you overrolled by one, that last roll in the order doesn't get counted. So if that's a hit, oh, whoops, you lost one of your hits right. because it technically never got rolled. And the opposite is also true. If you don't roll enough, we'll just have you roll one or two or however many more dice you need to roll. So so it'll always be quick fixes, no no auto rerolls. We think it's way easier to basically cheat or angle shoot or or do a few different just all kinds of things if it's an if it's a full reroll. Um, you people can kind of always claim something messed up and right. we're just not going down that path. Right. Essentially you you clicking the combat roll is you saying this is what this I'm is doing it. and yeah. that's it and there's really no way out of it at that point. Um, all right, you ready for the rundown? Let's do it. This is my first time hearing this kind of like new the new rundown. Yeah, so I'm trying to I'm trying to do an overhaul on the rundown and how we do it. Um, I want to start the rundown by saying thank you to everyone that supports us mm -hmm. on Patreon. I think that's a, just a good way to start the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> I just want to say. Um, we are about to be going through a major overhaul on the Patreon in general. Um, I'm really excited about it. There's a lot of changes coming to some of the more boring tiers. Steve Martin <laughs> Fan Club, I'm looking at you. Um, and a lot of just the Patreon benefits in general are going to get either streamlined or refined. Um, and there will be new there there are going to be new benefits added to some of the tiers. Um, and I am super excited about it. Uh, so please, Whenever we announce that, um, the, we're going to roll it out for the new year. Uh, please consider joining our Patreon. Um, it's kind of weird to say, hey, please consider joining our Patreon for benefits you don't know about yet. Um, but I would say at least please uh, give us another look-see. Um, we are probably going to be talking about it on our end of the year um, episode. Yeah. Um, anybody who's in the tournament, please uh, be on the lookout for our scheduling emails. They are coming. Um, and Galactic Counselors, um, we have a new poll uh, that's going to be coming out for you uh, for next month's uh, council episode. We're going to try and actually roll those polls out a lot earlier yeah. so that we kind of stay on schedule with Galactic Council episodes. This uh, episode will be the first week of January. Um, and you have three options. I'm only going to give you three. Um, we can do a player profile on Nine of Spades. Last year's tournament winner. La yep, last year's tournament winner. So the timing of that is pretty interesting. Um, we could do a mock uh, drafting episode for the... Um, for the tournament, basically using our tournament rules, me and Matt would do a bunch of mock drafts and talk about our choices, um, which I always think is really fun. We mm -hmm. could also just kind of talk about drafting a little bit in general um, and our ideas on it. And then my third one is like kind of a weird one, but um, me and Matt could do like an end of the year media list kind of off topic episode yeah. where we talk about our favorite films, 
video games, music, maybe even board games a little oh, bit. We pretty whatever. we only play. Yeah. You already know about all the board games we play. Honestly, There's we don't have time to play them. any <laughs> of the other ones. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so I mean, it would be probably Twilight Imperium this year was probably <laughs> my favorite. Um, and then Space Kitties, uh, please check out the Discord from for some essential communication related to the upcoming Patreon. Yeah, there's going to be some big stuff. Yeah, we need to talk to all of the Space Kitties right now. Uh, Don't worry. Um, Right, no, it's not a freaky out. Yeah, yeah, it's not a freaky outy kind of thing. In fact, I think you'll be pretty excited and pleased about... um, Essentially, we have so many Space Kitty episodes that we have to do something about it. problem. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We will probably uh, make a point to message you on Patreon as well if you're not already on Discord. So we will send... We'll do some communication on Discord, but we will also send the the big messages out to you on Patreon. So check your Patreon inbox as well. Right. Um, And then I got some Twitch and YouTube noise noise yeah got some twitch and youtube news coming at you um there will be a game tonight on twitch um we're gonna try and play dune um which will be fun it might be root i don't know it might change last minute depending on how many players we have for dune though aiming for dune um and then this weekend uh on sunday uh december 22nd at around noon we're going to be doing our third annual holiday spectacular Mm -hmm. um it is going to be brutal it is going to be wild um, I think it's going to be the most exciting holiday spectacular yeah. thus far. We have our six kind of classic players yeah. um, for us, uh, including one that has never been on the holiday spectacular before, right. but I feel like in our hearts has always had. He has been on a live stream before. Though, yes. Oh, for Portland. sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, I didn't even just want to say the lineup. It's we got me. We got Matt. We got Alex Lilburn. We got EJ. Fan favorite EJ. Yeah, man. That uh, was annoying today. Him yeah. Just watching everybody actively root for EJ in every game. Everybody is, loves EJ. It's great I love for EJ. EJ, but boy, howdy. I want to be rooted for at least once. <laughs> right. We got um, Chaos Boy Sean, Con- Sean O'Connor. Yeah. Sean Connor, I almost called Sean him. Sean Connery. Uh, and then we have everybody's least favorite person in the world, Connor. <laughs> Connor Smith. Um, he'll be playing too. Yep. Um, so yeah, we've got some bad guys. We've got some wild people. we got some fan favorites. We've got me, the pr- the pretty boy who actually won last year's Holiday Spectacular. I won both games. Yeah, he's got the belt. So I'm coming in as the winner right. who's obviously going to lose. You know, I mean, cause... we're treating this whole thing like a wrestling special. Oh, right. right. So that's that's going to be you're, our thing. We're going to be playing the up the drama this year and being very, very silly and goofy. We're not do- really going to do anything weird with the game. Last year, we let, right. we let you we're guys ruin over. that. Yeah. Yeah. We're tired of what you guys bring to it because you guys are just mean. <laughs> you just hurt us. You just hurt us. Um, but this time, we're going to hurt each other, which I think is going to be a lot better yeah, television. Better. Um, and then, yeah, uh, both... Both the game tonight, the game that we played, what well, what would technically be last night, but we just played it, uh, and then the holiday spectacular will all be releasing uh, on YouTube as mm-hmm. well in the coming weeks. Um, and then, hey, do you want to know where you can talk about us and rate our show? Um, rate us on our, our your podcast app of choice, especially Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. You can hit up our tweeter. You can hip up our tweeter. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I do it every one word. I always yeah. You can hip up our tweeter. Yeah. I can never say hit up our Twitter. You can and say And I can't say hit up our Facebook. Uh, I can't do the Facebook. I always say Factbook. Factbook. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so our Twitter is uh, Space Cats Pod. Uh, we've been a little more active on it lately, which has oh, been yeah. good. I'm not really the social media guy. I don't like doing it. Um so that's kind of more Matt's thing. But uh check out Facebook where you can ask Matt questions late at night. <laughs> Um, and he will always answer them. It's his job. Um, we have a Board Game Geek Guild. Who knows why? Um, it's at boardgamegeek.com slash guild slash 3103. There's a, there's a Board Game Geek moderator that hangs out in our on our guild. He, mm-hmm. he likes the show. And I feel a little bit worse for how much we dog on Board Game Geek because he's present. But uh, 
Whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, hey, they kicked us out. They kicked us on <laughs> our butt. They uh, kicked us they, out. They literally know. kicked us out. Um, and also, please check out our Discord. Uh, we have a text channel devoted to every episode. So if you just if you just hated this whole episode or if you just hate our guts, you can let us know in the specific oh, episode. Um, which this one will be weird because we had a guest on. So don't do that. If you're going to hate on this episode at all, hate on me and Matt. Yeah. Don't no. Sh- I will accept no shade. Yeah, no way. At our space kitties Not at all. I will defend them through. to yeah. the death. I will come after you. Okay. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> um, and yeah, also just check out our Discord in general. You don't have to be a patron to do it. You can just join it for free. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, silly, goofy conversation that goes on there all a lot the time. Of Ti memes. Also, if you are a patron, you get like special patron right. benefits. Um, I, I'm saying patron a lot. I want to say Patreon. Ooh. Can I say a thing here, yeah. too? Because this happens all the time. Yeah, what's uh, up? Pe- people ask about, like, hey, I get messages where it's like, hey, can you add my my patron Patreon to my Discord? I can't do that. PSA, it's in your Patreon settings. If yes. you want to get those Patreon benefits on Discord, you, you have to go them. into your Patreon settings and find the spot where you link your Discord account to your Patreon. So there's your little there's your little notification there. Of, I have no control over that. If you want to get that lovely little blue color or that lovely yellow Goodyear Brotherhood color, mm-hmm. you got you got to go into your own settings and, and make that happen. And then it happens automatically. Right. It just pops up and you're good to go. Pops up. Just pops up and you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. The parody of Litnev. Nothing. Um, yeah. Did I just? Did, I completely disarmed you. With you that. completely you took. Were like me. I was about to, to say outro, something, and then you and said I, that. I sucked the you life just out messed of you. Me I watched. I watched midnight hit you like a truck. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is basically midnight. We've been working on the show all day, um, but we love to do it. And uh, hey, we love you. Hey, I love you. You, I love you. <laughs> You're crazy. You're so crazy. You're you're nuts. You turn this off. Stop listening to the stop listening to the podcast. You're crazy. You need to go to bed. You need to go to bed. Hey. What are you doing driving to work? You're not going to work today. You're coming over to my house. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Space Cats Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. <laughs> Anyways, we have a uh, we're doing a big Patreon overhaul soon. Please check that out. That's going to be super great. And look out for my big stinky truck. <laughs> Big stinky truck, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm cutting it way before any. Of no, that. you're not. You're. This is all staying in. <laughs> this is all canon. Okay. <laughs> this is all canon. This is what happened at the end of this episode. And people are gonna be like, "What happened at the end of episode 113?" And they're gonna be like, "13's not a lucky number, you know, is it?" You know, Friday was Friday the 13th. Last Friday, episode 113 came out right after Friday the 13th. Isn't that spooky? Chris. Well, it, it would have been if it had come out on Friday the 13th, well, but I, you can't. Not that Tuesday. would have been really weird. That's if, sacrilegious. That would be a really funny title for a movie, though. The Tuesday after Friday the 13th. Like... <laughs> 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 Jason's brother Basin is coming over to have hamburgers. He can't. He can't make it by Friday though. His bus. His bus missed uh, Crystal Lake or whatever Camp Crystal Lake. His bus missed Camp Crystal Lake. It's the Tuesday after Friday the thirteenth. 
Hey, kids. It's the fastest I could get a ticket back to this place after I actually bought a ticket to Milwaukee. 